The Those Guys with Ships Show is brought to you by Engine. Create your free community website at enjin.com. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Those Guys with Ship show, the Versecast community podcast. My name is John Abraham. Wow, John's back. So exciting. He nailed it, too. That was impressive. <laughs> it sounds so much better in real life. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. The live show is always better. I got a little tingly. <laughs> Hey, Jonto's in the house. Jonto, how have you been? I've been good. I've been good. I've been uh, keeping up on Star Citizen from the sidelines, and uh, it's it's looking pretty exciting. So I'm happy to be back for this episode. We uh, yes. we're, we're down an ace. We, we are one ace down. We are yeah. only three aces in the in the deck now. <laughs> Which one was he? The ace of spades. Nah, no. Ace of hearts. I'm the ace, ace of, of spades. He He's the, the ace of back rubs. Ace is the ace of hearts because of the back rubs. It's I true. Think we can agree on that. <laughs> that makes. I think that makes perfect sense. Yeah. <laughs> well, whoever we are, we are those guys with ships, and this is episode 67 of Those Guys with Ships show, our Star Citizen organization community podcast. And today is April 10th, 2946, and there's a story behind that. Um, Mark. How goes the bottomless bucket of shrimp? Oh, man. It was so bad. Uh, like 15, I had gone out to uh, celebrate. Uh, I just uh, just bought a house. So I went out to celebrate with my girlfriend and her parents, and uh, I got crazy, crazy sick. I believe it was from shrimp. I'm not really sure. Her mom got really sick, too, about half an hour beforehand. I heard about it. And literally probably 10 minutes before we were supposed to start recording, uh, Ace and I were sitting there talking. I said, I got I to gotta go for a minute. I got to go. And... Uh, yeah, then I came back later on and said, I, there's no way. I'm hugging the toilet. Mark cannot do this. So this is, turned what, out, this is what happens when you eat 7-Eleven shrimp. I hope it you is. learned your lesson. You know, it wasn't even. I'm not going to tell you the restaurant because maybe that's a bad thing. But uh, it was you know, usually very good seafood. Not a problem at all. But I was not pretty. You sounded green over the, uh, over the interwebs. Oh, I bet, man. It was terrible. Well, but, yeah. It was, it was a series of... Of unfortunate events because we lost Mark due to illness, and then uh, what was it about uh, about forty minutes in? Gleep the yeah we the were show well went squirrely. Halfway, yeah. Yep, yep. Show went squirrely. Uh, we had technical issues, and uh, apparently uh, Teamspeak just did not want to cooperate, and we started getting digital artifacting, and we had to stop the show, and we couldn't get things going again. So it here it's never happened before. So here we are. Here we are. So Take we're two. um. We are take two. Um, Ace could not be with us tonight, um, so uh, John has graciously um, uh, agreed to join us for the evening, and it's great to have him back. We miss Ace. We hope he's uh, having fun. He's at a, at a social event this evening, and so we hope he and Mrs. Ace are having fun there. Uh, but we are happy to have John here, and dun da 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 It's just like the old times, but different. So was that episode <laughs> the first failed episode Yep, the, the first one. Yeah. That's the yeah. only one that's ever happened. 
We, nope. We've had yep. we, we've nope. had one nope. maybe nope. two that start overs, <laughs> but that well <laughs> that was the first. That was the first. <laughs> oh, oh right right no. Let's not talk about yeah. that. Uh right. Uh, yeah, that was definitely the first. Uh, we have failed to deliver a show. Let's revisit this in a couple of days. Yeah, yeah, and and you know we probably wouldn't have had to have done that, but uh, but one of us <clears throat> who's not here tonight uh, actually stopped recording. So um, I would have been all for just putting it up the way that it was, but you guys should have just kept doing the show without hearing each other. That would have been, or just assuming <laughs> you're all robots, right? Yeah, I'm totally. pretty sure we just got to- taken over by robots. Yes, yeah. agreed, perfectly. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> just everyone talk, and we all stop talking in twenty three minutes and call it good. All right, well, so we are here. We are back. We are the community that is those guys with ships. And since, uh, well, we've got some some extra stuff to talk about since we are um, a few days uh, down the road, and not the least of which is the Rogue One trailer. What do we think, guys? So excited, John. Did you even watch it? <laughs> yeah, I did. Okay. Watched it multiple times. It was great every time. Yeah, and I just watched it for the first time two minutes ago. So I was completely unaware. I've been so out of the loop the last couple weeks, I didn't even know it came out. So this is all news to me. Pretty amazing. So here's my question. Um, The dude that's getting all kung fu style, is is he a Tarascasi monk? You know, I was wondering the same thing because, you know, it's very interesting that they had the Eastern, you know, Uh kind of swordplay thing in there. Uh, So... Because if you guys ever noticed, I mean the the uh, the um, Jedi sword play is very much a a, a Western sword fighting style. Um, not not very much, well, except for I mean, given the newer stuff is is a little bit more, but uh, very Western sword style versus these this guy doing what appears to be at least in very Eastern garb. Anyway, I don't mm-hmm. know how it plays mm-hmm. out. So I didn't really even know they had any anything with that kind of influence in the Star Wars universe. Yeah, they're uh, they're called Tarascasi monks, um, and uh, I am I was amazed and excited to see somebody uh, doing some straight up hand to hand combat uh, that didn't have a lightsaber. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just I'm yeah. not sure. I'm not to see how it goes. I'm I, I'm really interested to see if they kind of expand the universe. I mean, it's a huge. I mean, you know, if they even if they just picked and choose chose 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 did Cho- sure chose it did choosery. Have you ever had <laughs> any- choosery? I like it. Yes. <laughs> That sounds like something you get at Applebee's, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Totally. Deep fried choosery. <laughs> or something they say you can't do at church. No choosery. <laughs> anyway. Thou shalt not choosery. Thou shalt not be a part of choosery. Um, but anyway, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm interested to see how that plays out. And I really like that they're fleshing out with other than just the major installments of the, of the movies. You know, having some side stories and whatnot. So hopefully that'll be really cool. Well, you know, some people are kind of upset by it. I, I talked to uh, one person who who thought that this uh, is cheapening the Star Wars saga, um, and I don't think so. I think because um, uh, if you, uh, and can, I guess there was some confusion too. You know that that folks were thinking that this was uh, in reference to the stealing of these plans was in reference to uh, the the many Bothans died in uh, securing these plans, which is actually from Episode. And not from uh, uh, the first episode. And so, like, if you check the scroll for or the the the, the crawl at the beginning of episode four, um, it reads that it is a period of civil war. Rebel spaceships striking from a hidden base have won their first victory against the evil Galactic Empire. During the battle, rebel spies managed to steal secret plans to the Empire's ultimate weapon, the Death Star, an armored space station with enough power to destroy an entire planet. 
Pursued by the Empire's sinister agents, Princess Leia races home aboard her starship, custodian of the stolen plans that can save her people and restore freedom to the galaxy. So, how I'm interpreting the trailer is what we're going to see is we're going to see the battle. We're going to see the battle, and we're going to see um, uh, the plans get handed off from the rebel spies, who is um, uh, the the character I forget, Jin. Is that her name? Yes. Um, those she will hand uh, the plans off to Leia, so I'm hoping we're going to get a Leia um, uh, cameo in here. Oh, that'd be and weird. They're going to have to, they're gonna have to do it all digital and whatnot. Well, yeah. except, but Baby Carrie puppets. Fisher's daughter has a cameo in um, uh, Force Awakens. Really? And has bears a striking resemblance to a young Carrie Fisher. So I've heard it uh, suggested that perhaps she... I mean, I mean, you know, it wouldn't be something that they would um, that they would necessarily dwell upon. Yeah, it could be like a cl- yeah, kind of a far shot or something like that of her. Right, yeah, right. Yeah, 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 it wouldn't be, that wouldn't be off. huge. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Right, and Vader, um, because we have the sinister, the Empire's sinister agents. So, I mean, duh, Vader. So, are we going to get a cameo from Vader? Which I think would it is a side story in a sense, but it is a part of the overall arc in that it. You know, was a key event that happened in the universe that led up to the destruction of the first Death Star. Very true. Um, so, um, I don't think it's. I don't think it detracts. I think. I think it adds and enriches the, uh, the the overall story arc. But um, I'm I'm hoping uh, that we do see uh, uh, Leia and Vader. Um, what do you guys think? It'd be so easy to include Vader. I mean, all they have to do is get James Earl Jones to do some voice work. He's already yeah, doing much. it. Well, he's already doing it in Rebels. Oh, is he? Yeah, that's his voice. That's awesome. I have yet. I mean, I really got to put that on my docket. Billy, things Bi- to watch. Billy D. Williams too. Uh, it's his voice uh, playing uh, uh, Lando. Wow! Wow, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Not I Carrie see- Fisher's voice though, which I guess just because you know Carrie Fisher's Carrie Fisher. So yeah, the yeah. voice has taken some damage. Yeah, yeah it has. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. You know, I guess you're not really you're not really gonna buy uh, you know a young princess Leia that sounds like that. <laughs> Want some death stinks, and, and I and I, I love Carrie Fisher. I really do. So you just harsh I'm just, that up, man. I'm, yeah, I know. It's too late. Little, you can't. You can't. A take little that mean, back. but you know. You I, you listen, I I love that Carrie Fisher has no f's to give about anything in the world. Nothing, everything that comes out of her mouth is just honest, and I love that. But she sounds a little, you know, a little little rough to be playing an eighteen year old. Agreed. I could see that. I I hope they just. I would really like to see them get away from the main characters. I agree. Um, I, I really I'm, flesh out yeah. the side stories and just you know really because really anything you can do to help expand the universe really doesn't hurt. I, I no, mean, I, really. I, I, no, you know, I think it gives it's. it well, as I say, I think it's an important story to tell. You know, um, because yeah, it's the the Death Star gets they, they have a plan to destroy and destroy the Death Star because these plans were stolen. That seems like an important story to tell. Here's what I feel like it is. I feel like really more importantly is this is a nice, uh, very nice dovetailed you know kind of plot hole that they've had for forever. Mm-hmm. It's very easy to fit in, and they can see if this works. Is what I think it's going to be. It's more along mm-hmm. the lines of: Can we make this work without maybe a whole lot of Jedi and a whole lot of other stuff? But make it, a, you know, maybe a character story about something other than the main character. You know, the yeah. main other than Skywalkers. main players, yeah, yeah, in the universe, just like they mm-hmm. did with the books, you know, or anything else, any of the other fan, you know, any of the other extended universe fiction where they really, you know, 
made other you know made other characters in the universe that maybe didn't play as an important role in the shaping of the entire you know galaxy but had their own stories to tell maybe maybe had some some uh, um their you know the events that they took part in maybe related some way into the main storyline but i'm um, uh well, and then, you know, there's the rumored Boba Fett movie, and then the third movie, which is a mystery, which I think is an Obi-Wan Kenobi movie, which I hope no, is an Obi-Wan young, Kenobi Young Han movie. Solo movie. Oh, right, Young Han Solo. Wait, so is it fun. Boba Fett that's not confirmed? I don't know. But I, I think that those two, the, the Boba Fett and the Han Solo, that those are more of a danger for kind of over over. Well, I think, I think yeah. young the, I think young Han Solo might be pushing it a little bit. Because here's mm-hmm. the thing. And I don't know how I'm, I don't know. I'd be interested to hear uh, your John over milk a story arc. <laughs> oh yeah, oh for sure. I think the I think the key is 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 how round are those characters right now? You know, a, a, um, a Han Solo, and you know, I'm gonna be ridiculed for saying this, but is a very it really is a relatively flat character. Really, I mean, what he he's, he's what? the rogue with the heart of gold. <laughs> what? That's what he is. Get out. Yeah, that's what he is. That's his character. You know that that's the character. And, and I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying Harrison Ford doesn't do it fantastically or anything, but that's really what the character is. And it's very, you know, it's a very archetypal character. Um, I think I think there's but, more. I think there's more to mine in a Boba Fett movie, and I think there's more to mine, especially if you know my my fan theory on uh, Ray is accurate there's more to mine in an Obi-Wan Kenobi movie that ties together episode 3 and episode 4 sure and i think those but once again i think for me i'd rather see some i'd rather see some completely new characters i don't yeah. you know i mean honestly leave leave me a little mystery i'm comfortable with that you know you've got i mean i guarantee you that this movie is going to have a massive you know showing at the box office just oh, because yeah. it's star wars You've so locked dark. into that already. Yeah, yeah you've if locked they, into that already. Well, and the thing is, if they continue to produce good movies, they'll continue sure. to to rake in the money. Yeah, you know? there's no way, there's no reason you can't have the same thing they're doing with the Avengers movies yeah. and whatnot in the Marvel yeah. universe. You know, there's no reason you can't keep bringing in other characters that may not even play a part in right. the main movies, right. just because it's that universe and people enjoy seeing the movies. Too bad DC yeah. can't get on their feet. No oh, God! You guys try watching those uh, <laughs> Heroes of Tomorrow or whatever it was, the uh, DC's Legends of Tomorrow. I think is what it was called. No, oh, I no. started watching that and I How, couldn't. I couldn't right? get through it. Did you do, Did you even get to the second episode? No. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't I get through the, the first episode. I got through the first and I watched a good portion of the second, and then I deleted the rest. Yeah, so. I've been watching Daredevil lately, and I've been enjoying that. But uh, yeah, oh, D- Daredevil's amazing. Yeah. Because that's amazing, yeah. I mean, I watched the second second season in, in all of about uh, what two days. I'm about halfway through season two. Yeah, same here. Well, I think it's safe to say that we're um, all excited. Um, Give me Vader. Some- I want Vader. I don't I care do what I anybody says. I want Vader. John is smart, um, but a little bit closer to home. What's been going on with the arc? Uh, the arc uh, channel on uh, Teamspeak. Are they actually yeah, playing arc in there's there? There's some some buzz going on with uh, with arc, huh? Yeah, I mean they've been playing it. I mean I don't know. I mean it's it seems like it's been growing by leaps and bounds. I think uh, the other day when we had that because uh, that was in the arc channel, wasn't it? That we uh, had the pictures of on the last uh, episode. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, it, are, no, nobody here plays it. John, do you play arc? Do you have the arc? I have it. I played it when it came out, but I haven't uh, jumped back in recently. I, and I haven't heard about any big updates, so. I don't really know why it's booming so much right now, but um, that we mentioned it on the show. Wow, that we 
what power we have. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, I mean, I just noticed I logged in again today and thought, man, there's everybody's out there playing Ark. Man. Yeah. So, yeah. so anyway, come come check it out if you're an Ark player and looking for a group to play with. There's uh, man, there's better part of there's ten people out there in the channel right now. So, and what couldn't be fun about that? So riding anyway, oh, riding John, dinosaurs? What? Yeah, totally. John, I wanted to ask you, um, I seen uh, um, advertised somewhere a Doom beta coming up uh, this next weekend. Are you in that? I'm not. I think it's a closed beta, and you needed to pre-order the new Wolfenstein or something to get into the beta. Uh, So I wish I was, because I've been watching some video, and it looks pretty cool. Hey, did you ever get your Overwatch invite? I didn't. Really? Yeah. No. And Are you I'm guys really interested in really, that? Yes. Oh really? my gosh. I need <laughs> Overwatch. I know because you're more of a you're more of an arena shooter kind of guy. But oh man, I love. Maybe it. they haven't Let, done another. Uh, maybe they just haven't done another round of invites. That's surprising. Yeah. Well, they did one after I talked about it with you. But uh, yeah, it's it seems like it's pretty limited right now. Um, but I think the uh, the open beta which is actually going to be free to play for like a two weeks or something starts on May 5th. Um, so I'll be, be able to play then. And then it comes out, I think May 24th, but yeah, I've been, I've been just watching everything I possibly can on overwatch. It's like, it's like I've put like 300 hours in team fortress two and overwatch is kind of like, an evolution of that style of game and i just yeah, can't I wait right for there. it i have a couple friends that were in the alpha beta whatever it is been playing for quite a while on it and they really like it i mean they're 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 hardcore wow players though so it's one of those you know they uh it's not one well, it's not like a, they live and breathe blizzard but it's more like you know they've got some uh what's the word i'm looking for sort of some history with i guess with the yeah. kind of characters that are developed in it and uh you know they're uh yeah it's just their kind of game they said that you know as far as getting in one of them wasn't even into shooters and has been uh really enjoying it uh as it's kind of progressed along and the characters and how they've kind of kind of done the abilities so i mean apparently it's fun um not my real cup of tea but it's really interesting uh, because it's not just a a typical shooter like not not every character has a gun there's one guy named reinhardt that um just has like this giant hammer mm-hmm. like he doesn't have any guns at all he just has a giant hammer and then his right click ability brings up this big like energy shield so that p- people can get behind him and shoot through it but the enemies can't get back at you so they've done stuff like that that makes it not like a typical shooter so i think yeah. it's more approachable for a wider audience well that makes sense too and as long as you're my, my issue is always the f- the, the pacing it seems. I mean, I've watched videos on it, and I watched when the friends played a little bit. It seems very. Um, it seems like a very quick game. Lots of flying around, a lot of moving, like you know, a whole lot of movement, um, yeah, and yeah. just a whole lot of quick, you know. And that's those kind, you know, whatever. Those aren't my my cup of tea usually, but um, yeah, it's not really tactical in any yeah. way. But <laughs> but it is. It's really team based. Like you have to work together to accomplish stuff. Yeah, it's more like a more like a first person MOBA almost without kind of yeah yeah like a little bit. It's what kind of seems like anyway. I mean the maps are relatively small. Yeah, you you've got kind of skills. There's different heroes. You got like a yeah. super ability and stuff. Yeah, kind of like uh, real life. My, exactly uh, like real life. Good good call. 
My uh, my wife and uh, my brother-in-law are actually out in Seattle right now for uh, Heroes of the uh, Dorm. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they've been having a good time. So they've been uh, in the audience getting rowdy, and and uh, you know I think my, my wife is going to interview the winner um, tonight, and she interviewed oh, nice. some of the players yesterday, and yeah, so it's been a good time. They've been having a lot of fun out there. Well, that's cool. cool. I have no Blizzard. idea what that's about. I mean, here's the storm, I know, but I don't know. Here's the dorm. So it's uh, esports, and mm-hmm. basically the winning team, their college tuition's paid for. Oh wow, that's huge. Yeah. Gotta like that. Yeah, yeah, it's really really cool. At, um, at my, the college of their choice, or is it at like a like a Washington State or something? I, I don't know exactly the details beyond that. Um, I think it's just a flat sum of you know x amount of dollars for college, hundred thousand dollars or something like That's that. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, good for them. Very, yeah. very nice. All right. Well, um, Jimmy. Oh, geez, sorry. Um, what has been happening around the interverse? Verse, verse, and, and John, not the ghost of Jonto, the actual Jonto is here. <laughs> the real one. <laughs> the real You've got to you got to stop banging your head into your microphone. I, it's you know it's 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 a lifelong uh, uh, journey, and I'm not there yet. Well, from uh, the uh, versecast.org forums, uh, there are a couple of things that are going on. Uh, for starters, uh, did you guys see the Starfarer bug flying video for two point one? Uh, Fugat posted it. No, I didn't. I heard about it, but I hadn't. I didn't get a chance to watch it. What exactly happened? So. I, I don't know exactly how they do this, but um, they change the assets around, or, or it's a bug. And I, I guess the rumor is that it had the same flight mechanics as the Freelancer, so it's really not dialed in. But for some, but somehow they were able to get the Starfarer into Arena Commander and fly it around a bit. And it was buggy and wonky, but it was still kind of cool to see it out in the, you know uh, out in space. Yeah, yeah. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. So we got that. Uh, that was posted uh, a little while ago. And then over in uh, Landlore, uh, MacVirus posted a really cool thing, uh, Star Citizen Dossier Dump. And uh, I really liked kind of the way that he laid this out, where it's basically, it looks like it's an inse- uh, a, um, a captured uh, UEE uh, dossier. Um, so it's a kind of like an info running, uh, you know, capturing the capturing the data, mm-hmm. and he's got it laid out really cool. And he just talks a little bit about his character. Um, so anybody that's interested in doing any role playing should definitely go over and check that out. Yeah, that's very cool. I've been uh, trying to figure out how to uh, how to how to build my dossier without having everything be redacted, since my you know my character should pretty much be redacted for everything. Yes. And then uh, over in general, Mister Redacted, exactly. And then over in uh, general gaming, uh, we got some uh, Arma three tags and logos in game. Yes, looks really cool. Very very cool. Um, I I can't get make mine work. I don't got the wrong code or something, or maybe I don't know. So I'm Mark, how challenged. does how does this work? How do you, how do you get these in game? Uh, and I'm assuming we're going to see this in Star Citizen down the road as well. Hopefully, I mean, it'd be nice if you can. Um, essentially, what it is is Arma has a um, like a, a more or less an arm patch or kind of tagging ability that they allow to use, and it hooks up to a website essentially, and you give it you give it the you give Arma the web URL for your specific squad, and then what happens is is uh, then uh, it's saved in a file, whatever. As squads come on, it doesn't really matter. Essentially, it's a it's a JPEG, I think, or a, or a, yeah, I think it's a JPEG, but it doesn't really matter. Regardless, it has to be a certain size. You link yourself with a squad, essentially, or your your um, user number that's in Arma, and then uh, Arma then and you put that in your profile, and then from then on, 
that that arm patch or tag is then loaded into anything that you're wearing and on top of that also vehicles will also have that logo enabled or you know ones that they have that enabled for will it will show up on those vehicles as well on doors uh, side panels for choppers things like that so it's uh, super cool and we've done it around a little bit and it's changed recently obviously as you can see by uh, Swiss cheese looks like he changed uh, they got the uh, the newer one in there we've been kind of trying to get to one of those so glad to see it happened but um, yeah, it's all kind done online. It's just an HTTP thing that they allow. Kind of reminds me of Planet Side when you like when you would uh, jack a vehicle in Planet Side and uh, it would change to your faction. Yeah, I've heard the same. Yeah, I've heard similarly. So yeah, but it's it's super cool and it's also I mean it looks awesome when you see people with the patch on there and whatnot. Uh, but you don't shoot those guys. Those yeah. are the ones you don't shoot. <laughs> well, the nice yeah. thing is, is on top of that, it does that, and it will also put your tag after your name or before the name, depending on how you have it set up. So you can have the TGWS in front or in back of your name. And you don't have to put it in yourself. You use your, just your yeah. normal username, and then it will do it automatically with that. So that's kind of nice, too. Very yeah. cool. Yeah. And over, over in uh, general forum, uh, ShadowFoxE57, uh, I guess uh, started a website where he's doing gaming reviews. Yeah, he oh, talked nice. about doing that uh, several weeks ago. Um, yeah. yeah, very he was cool trying site. to get into it. So if, uh, I don't know if you guys have had a chance to go over, but uh, I was uh, taking a look through it recently, and uh, it's very cool, man. Uh, you know, I recommend anyone go check out the link, and uh, yeah, his site looks great, and the reviews are cool. Yeah, he's been doing, he's been working on this very hard, and he's he's done an excellent job. He's really trying to get into the industry with this, and uh, I think he's really, really showing some uh, some uh, very good talent. I think. Yeah, his um, I liked his division write up. Yeah, yeah, he's done a great job so far. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, all things from over at versecast.org. So, Mark? Uh, did we have the um, the also the, the Ghostbusters? Oh, yeah, we had the Ghostbusters thing. I was going to skip that one, but if you want to oh, okay. talk about it. Well, we should. Um, okay, so, there, so Dietrich has a Ghostbusters film discussion up. Uh, there is uh, a lot of people that are not super thrilled about uh, the new Ghostbusters movie. And uh, briefly, my opinion on it is I'm very excited that there is a female Ghostbusters, mainly because, like, my wife can have some Ghostbusters that she can kind of relate to. And so I've been going, I've gone into this with a very open mind and I'm very excited about it. But I have to be honest, the trailer left me wanting a little bit. Yeah, it's, I've heard that, that um, it's, it hasn't been received. Uh, 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 po- over positively. I mean, I think there are some people that, that are really looking forward to it. It's not polarizing, but there's people seem to either be like really into it or, or not have any interest at all. Yeah, and, and I know that you know some people. You know, I, I know that there's always a frustration with with rebooting stuff. Um, you know, Hollywood's out of fresh ideas is you know a very common theme, and that's to some extent accurate. Um, but I, you know, as far as as far as a reboot of Ghostbusters, I think it has a lot of potential. Um, I have no problem with it being uh, with being with it being all female Ghostbusters. Um, no, I think it's really cool. Um, but you know, again, I just you know, have you guys seen the trailer? I watched it, and I honestly, I mean, I don't judge movies by the trailer. It, yeah, it's you know, it some some trailers are truly horrendous, and the movie ends up being okay. Some give the entire movie away. And then you've got no Superman surprise. versus Batman, right? And uh, <laughs> you know, and and some are extremely good, and you really think it's going to be great, you know, whatever. But uh, you just—I feel like you just can't go by the trailer. You really have to go and see the movie. And the fact they want to reboot it, all right, yeah, yeah let's see what I, happens. I, yeah, I'm fine with that. 
Now, John, have you, uh, you seen the trailer? Yeah. Wasn't, wasn't <laughs> thrilled. <laughs> oh. <laughs> there you go. He's serious I'm about not it. against the idea either. I mean, uh, that's fine. It's just, it feels kind of forced to me. Like, the only reason they're doing it with all women is so that it can be all women, you know? It's not like we had this idea um, and it's interesting. It's just like they're trying to make a statement or something and it's it feels kind of forced, especially the fact that the female secretary from the first one has been replaced with um, Chris uh, Hemsworth. Hemsworth, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. beefy, it, a beefy dude. Yeah, it just seems like they're trying to be completely opposite. There was um there was a scene in the trailer where um where said beefy secretary dude was trying to draw a logo for the Ghostbusters, and that was kind of the bit that I was like, oh, that's I hope that's not the funny. I hope they're not you know because the thing is like like sometimes you'll see a trailer and the trailer's hilarious and and the movie like there's so much funny in the movie that the trailer it's impossible to screw up the trailer, and there are other times yeah. when you see a trailer. And it's like, oh, that's that's the best joke that they could put in the trailer. Yeah, uh, really. And that's kind of the feeling um, that I had. Uh, that was kind of the takeaway that I had from the trailer was that um, a number of the jokes um, just kind of fell flat, and that's that's a concern. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be honest what? though. I mean, I, I love me some Melissa McCarthy. I don't know who doesn't. Mm-hmm. She's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And so is uh, what's her. Um, who was it? I'm trying to see who it was. Um, I can't remember. It's the I hate to say it, it's the mousy looking one with the brown hair. I can't think of what her name is. Is it? I think it might be Kristen Wiig. I think that's her. Yeah, Kristen Wiig. Yeah, very funny. I enjoy watching them. They are funny people. Now, how that those are huge personalities that they're stacking them up against. You well, know, exactly. Like now, Bill are Murray, they? I was going to say, Aykroyd. yeah, are they a Bill Murray, Darren Aykroyd? You know, that type of thing. Uh, who knows? But yeah, I mean, we'll you know, I guess we'll see. I guess it depends on how they play the movie. But I guess mm-hmm. you know, my thing is, is why, why, why does it have to be the same as the old one? Why can't it be something new? And they just use it from the movie. Maybe it's the same thing as the uh, uh, the Star Wars thing. You know, why does it have to be? Why does it have to be the exact same movie or about the same guys? Why can't it be? You know, take it in another direction. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Well, I, you know, we'll see. I, you know, there's, there's, like I said, there's an unusual amount of contention over the Ghostbuster movie uh, right now, and it's controversy. Know, yeah, controversy. Yeah. Controversy. Um, but uh, yeah, we'll see how it goes. But uh, that is uh, all the stuff that is going on. Oh, you on. cannot. No, no, no. We will not skip Gleep Feedy. We will not skip that. Oh, no, sir. Man. Gleep Feedy. I, I have been like trying to move this show along <laughs> for the last. Oh, this wow. This is the show. Look at, wow. <laughs> it's at, not happening. No, You're going to have to. No, he stopped me at every corner. Oh, I didn't even really see this. Did you just add this one? No, I didn't add it. I, I, I added it. All right, TGWS <laughs> Gleep Feedy. This is, wow. This is a thing that's happening. Uh, why, yes. why, don't you, why don't you tell the uh, the listening audience at home uh, what we're looking at here, Gleep? We're looking at, um, I, I prefer to, to call it street art. Okay. Uh, street art portrait of myself, um, dressed in a, apparently a, a um, I don't know, what do you call it? I guess a taupe. Well, that would be taupe, wouldn't it? Cape? Mm-hmm. Is that taupe? Um, it's, with, it's super Gleep. And it's, uh, it looks to be purple body armor with I, eyes on the body. helmet. Mm-hmm. With <laughs> Hopefully googly eyes, the ones that rattle around. Yes. That's what I'm picturing in my head anyway. I, I, I have no idea, but I, I love it so hard. It's impressive. It's impressive. Yeah, it really I like is. It. I, I don't know how this was uh, conceived, but this is a very talented artist. 
Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Bunyan Snipe, for that. You made my day. Yeah, no, that's very cool, Bunyan Snipe. Okay, um, Gleep? Yes. Can we move on? Yes, we can, Jimmy. Are you Don't sure? do it. <laughs> no, find another No, it's a me, a Mario. <laughs> Mark, what's going on outside the wire? I was going to say, John, if you didn't join in, I wasn't going to Everybody down. All right. Well, gentlemen, uh, today I thought, you know, in, in Lumi getting a new house, I thought I'd talk about, you know, a little bit about character housing as well. Kind of break away from what we've been doing since I've been around a couple of weeks uh, or, you know, been kind of busy and haven't got to step in a little bit. And uh, honestly, it's been mainly division for a lot of us. So, yeah. How's that going? Um, still pretty good. They're just getting ready this coming week, I guess. So probably by the time this air- airs, well, by the time this airs, the new patch will have already dropped. So, now, John, have you been playing the division? I no, I don't have it. Oh, that surprises me. You being the the FPS master. Well, the reason I abstained is because it looked kind of similar to Destiny, and I was burned so hard on Destiny that I kind gotcha. of okay. yeah, I wasn't yeah. sure about the division. Well, the nice thing about these types of games is you can always come in later and get a character up to level, and you know, so yeah. forth and so on. When there's more content, if it if you decide it fits you. But yeah, well, okay, I'll talk about this briefly. We can do this too. Um, it's uh, so far, you know, pretty fun still. I mean, it, it ended up being pretty much like you would think. Um, you kind of get to max level, and they're working out some bugs with uh, some of the ways people are, you know, you know, gaming the system a bit. Uh, there is some cheating going on and some uh, oh, people no. exploiting bugs. Mainly, no. though, it falls into the people exploiting bugs. Um, oh. There's one where Boo. essentially there's a movable... Boo. Yeah, exactly. It amounts to something like, you know, there's a movable... Um, uh, barrier that you can you can get it's like a personal barrier will pop up like a shield like, like drop like a briefcase type of thing on the ground it expands folds out and it's a shield it's a barrier right so like mm-hmm. a, like a riot or no would it be like a like a traffic barrier or something like that you can get behind it and use this cover well there's a bug there's a bug involving this where essentially you can get the damage resistance and the damage increase from being behind it from the stats behind it without actually having to be behind it so you have people running around the dark zone, which is the PvP-enabled area. It's not a PvP area. You're just an enabled PvP. So if people do attack each other, it's more like a PvP server in like a WoW instance or something like that, you know, where you have the ability to hit other people. Well, people are using this bug, amongst others, to essentially game the system where you just can't be killed. So you're running around, you just can't die, and you're just nuking the crap out of everybody else. So... That's Things not like frustrating that. at all. Oh, yeah, right. Well, you know, you got to take it with a grain of salt. Or, you know, just kind of, you know, move on. Because, you know, I go out there. I've had plenty of fun in the dark zone. I don't spend a ton of time there. And if I run into one of these people, then I just wander, you know. It's just a game. You know, if I lose a few pieces of loot, oh, well. I can move on. Not a big deal. And, uh, you know, you just go go to another area. It's a big zone. Lots of space. Um, and, yeah, so you don't really worry about it too much. And then, of course, there are a lot of people that are, you know, extremely unhappy about it and you know that vocal minority getting crazy uh, especially on the reddit and whatnot but um other than that i mean it's you know the end game right now is pretty much either the dark zone doing stuff or you know doing daily uh daily dungeon types of things if you will um where you're kind of going through some stuff to get uh, you know get credits in order to buy the better gear or craft it uh in preparation for the first incursion uh, which is supposed to be even hard, you know, kind of a, a next level up kind of hardness. Um, and we'll see like how it goes. Raid? Uh, it is, I think it's there. Um, 
I don't want to call it a raid. Uh, it has similarities in that, according to the patch notes that are coming out for Tuesday's patch or Wednesday, whatever it is, I think it's Tuesdays. Um, it's supposed to be a uh, um, a week lockout, or I shouldn't say lockout, but you get a bonus uh, for completing it once a week. You can okay. do it more than once, but that bonus only happens once a week. Um, yeah, it sounds kind of. <laughs> kind of raid like yeah so it's very raid like in that sense but my understanding currently is that still only four people can be in the group uh similarly to the other ones so there's not a larger group atmosphere that you have to worry about now whether that turns out to be the case or not or whether that's the way it stays i really can't speak to that but um you know they're adding things like sets uh gear sets and whatnot to give you kind of set bonuses and you know that sort of thing so but that's all standard MMO stuff, I think. That's kind of one of those tried-and-true types of things. So they're kind of trying a little bit something new with the uh, with the gameplay, with the, you know, the shooting and whatnot, which I have to say, honestly, is a lot of fun. Uh, they did a good job. It can be fun for people that enjoy tactical shooting. It can be fun for people that don't. Um, they have a pretty robust kind of customization um, model so you can really, really customize your guy to what you really think you might like, uh, or in terms of your 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 uh, the way you play, what kind of weapons you use, what kind of armor you use, where your stats fall, and how that affects your general abilities, as well as secondary kind of bonuses you get, you know, like a nine percent increase to a healing timer or something like that, you know, that type of thing. So, lots of ways to really customize your guy, and if you're into the min maxing thing, lots of ways to do that as well. Um, now it's just a matter of making sure they keep producing content and make it interesting to do so. So, you know, the encounter is interesting and whatnot. So we'll see. So far, it's so far it's a good time. Um, good. Yeah, good. we'll see how it goes. So what were you saying about housing? So housing. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I don't, did you guys have any other questions regarding that before we pop off? Well, I just, I mean, I see so many people out there. I just thought, well, you know, uh, you kind of discuss yeah. what's the community doing? Yeah, by all <laughs> means. Yeah, so that's kind of what that is. And we have... I would say on any given day, it's you know anywhere from you know you know three, five, seven, maybe people on or so. So, not not as many is uh, when we were really pumping out Arma, but Arma had been kind of trailing off a little bit too. I think in anticipation of something new or something a little different, and that happens. You know, people were wandering off, playing a little bit of Ark, and uh, life is futile, I believe. So, you know, perfectly fine. But um, yep. no, and and by the way, uh, I did have a couple of people ask if we were going to be coming back and playing Arma, and once again, as I say every time, uh, yes. Indeed, we will. If you show interest and you are interested, let me know. And, you know, we're always happy to come and play some Arma too. And I guarantee you that, uh, you know, more and more people will start wanting to play again and we'll hop back in there. I think it's just a matter of we've been playing it pretty hardcore for a solid, what, about six months or so, I think, mm-hmm. really. And, um, you know, so it's just, you know, these things cycle back around, but it's such a, such a fun game, I'm sure. I'm sure we'll be back at it pretty soon. But, um, yeah, Apex is dropping in what uh, in June. Yeah, Apex is dropping in June too, so that's not too far away. We'll have a whole new Bohemia map to play on, and all yeah. kinds of new stuff and uh, some new graphics things that are coming along the pipeline for that as well. So, uh, jet skis, yeah, <laughs> amongst other stuff. So yeah, it should look mm-hmm. great. The lighting that they've done for that uh, for the update is is fantastic. They're making use of some different lighting mechanics, and I can't speak to exactly what they are because I'm not a computer programmer nor a graphics graphic artist graphical just say wow yeah that's really what i do i just look at it and say this is pretty i like it <laughs> yes, but more, yeah, i'm gonna shoot some guys pretty. now get them watch some explosions <laughs> look at the flowers bang bang yeah. but uh, that's pretty much it for that but uh, yeah i know as far as housing 
So I thought I'd take your guys' opinions. And uh, John, I guess I'll go to you first since you haven't uh, you, you haven't gotten to speak much yet. And I love hearing the dulcet tones of your voice. Um, <laughs> Who doesn't? Right? I mean, really? Uh, what? What kind of housing? I kind of you know to kind of gear the conversation in a certain direction. Uh, what kind of housing are you expecting? And by that I mean, do you expect only to really live on your ship? Is that going to be your house? Or do you want to have a base of operations that you can, not just your hangar? Because um, hangars, I think, are going to largely be a hangar, and you're not going to see a whole lot of customization in that other than maybe putting your stuff places, uh, maybe rearranging your, your trophies and, and whatnot. But, uh, I mean, do you want a really robust housing system in Star Citizen? Or do you want just to be able to throw some stuff in your ship and maybe you know put a bobblehead on the uh, on the dashboard and and, <laughs> and and be good with it? Yeah, I don't think I'm expecting or really need anything beyond those customizations in my ship and maybe some stuff in my personal hangar. Um, I I don't see really any purpose for it really other than just like some cosmetic stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't see myself bringing people back to my hangar and like showing my showing them my bedroom or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> this is where the magic happens. Well, okay. Well, uh, very but, but I, think, I think I'm going to have people in my ships a lot. And I think if I can customize the interiors of that and if CIG puts all the work into being able to customize those more than putting any work into dedicated housing, mm-hmm. it'd be more fun if I can have that customized interior so that it's different when somebody comes into my ship and they can say, Ooh, wow, that's a nice bobblehead or something like, I mean, would you want something as in depth as like, Hey, you know, I changed my, uh, my seats out. I got the red leather or, you know, or the, yeah. uh, or that crushed I'd velvet. Cool. I'd, okay. I'd kind of like to, and, and there's, there's so much, um, rumor and speculation about what will actually be in game. But oh, like sure. for, for example, um, in the freelancer, it has four escape pods. I would love the opportunity to swap out two of the escape pods for maybe a small like kitchenette type of thing, because that's okay. something that the freelancer doesn't have. Um, yeah, you'd think they would do stuff like that, right? And and there is definitely the possibility of doing that. Um, there are some some other things that Chris has talked about. Um, there are they're talking about modules that add on to the hangar. So, like living quarters mm-hmm. type type modules, um, and I think that that's kind of their where they're they're initially heading. I think that you're going to be you should be able to when the game goes live, um, modify your ship and and add stuff to that to make it more lived in, uh, and then also add on modules to your hangar to expand that out to have like a living quarters or, or a target range or things like that. But then there's also been talk through ten for the chairman of apartments on different uh, city in different cities on different planets, um, and then long term possible housing. So, you know, I would imagine all that's going to be instance, but I can't see any of that stuff coming down the road anytime soon. I would think that this, the what we'll probably see first will be, you know, the hangar uh, module additions. Yeah. I think that's entirely mm-hmm. possible, yeah. and the yeah. ship, you know, ship customization to right, a right, to, right, a, to right. a small extent. What, what do you think, right. Lee? What would you prefer to have? Um, I I would like to have uh, uh, additions to my hangar that I can uh, sort of expand and and you know, if I collect stuff in my travels, you know, put it there on a shelf. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then also, I it, I think it, part of it depends on the mechanic for when we log off, you know, where we are with our ship and. 
uh, like if we're in a big ship, you know, that we can't um, that we can't uh, dock anywhere, that it has to remain in orbit, and we log off. Um, what happens? I mean, you know, I have an endeavor. Would I like to have quarters in the endeavor where if you know I log off there, that I know that the ship is going to be uh, there when I log back in? I mean, if that's the case, then I, I would probably be happy living on the endeavor. Um, but um, uh, you know, like for a smaller ship, if you if you don't have a bed in your ship, then I'm guessing you're going to have to go somewhere. So then, in that case, the hangar seems like that would be um, a reasonable uh, solution to that problem. Or maybe, it, like you, uh, like Jimmy was saying, maybe if there's going to be uh, like a Motel Six in town, mm, where you yeah, can just like a hotel. land, yeah. land, and, and go to a motel. Um, you know, assuming that again that there's some place safe where you can dock your or land your ship leave it and then um, you know it'll poof as you log off and then but you'll be able to call it back up when you log back because i'm assuming wherever you log off that's when you log back in that's where you're going to right right you're going to come back in again. yeah i would assume that'd be the case yeah i mean it'd be kind of immersion busting you know like if you were to log in and it was to say so where would you like to start today you know yeah well you know my thought is you know what i would like to see if i had my druthers i guess i would like to see exactly like I said some kind of player housing uh I would like it to be permanent. I would like to have say, hey, look, I own apartment A6 on the, you know, wherever, by the station on this such and such planet. That's mm-hmm. my guy's home. If you go and you walk down the hallway of such and such, you'll see A6. You mm-hmm. know, something along those lines. Um, maybe it's something fancy. Maybe if you, you know, maybe if you're on the on that planet in that instance of the server or whatever, you're flying around and you can see through the window, you can see my guy's, you know, um, what's his bobblehead, bobblehead collection, you know, mm-hmm. or, you know, various, uh, I don't know what, whatever, whatever have you. Um, that'd be interesting. Well, bobbleheads are the end game. You know? I feel like uh, that's yeah, totally. probably close to the end game. I think we well, all yeah. agree that that's the case. In- instanced housing has been in game, you guys know, forever. Sure. Yeah. So yeah. I, I don't, I don't see, um, renting apartments, uh, you know, or, or owning townhomes on, you know, in premier cities to be any issue whatsoever. You know, they ent- you enter into a skyscraper and it's instanced and you go to, you know, wherever your apartment, uh, you know, hotel or, um, townhouses. I agree, and I don't think instancing is a problem. I would like to see it be a non-instance situation where you have, uh, you know, even if it's limited just a space. Yeah, you have limited space where it develops some kind of. You know, maybe it has some kind of real estate market. Then after that, right, you know, for right. people where they want to be. You know, maybe not. Maybe that's unreasonable. But given the uh, uh, kind of breadth and depth of the uh, of what they're doing, I don't think it's entirely impossible, uh, depending on how they set it up. Um, uh, that's hundreds maybe it's of thousands of players, though. True, true. But that doesn't mean everyone has to have the same house or the same apartment. Or nor is it, you know, I mean, that's when you're doing that. Um, yeah, maybe hundreds of thousands, maybe millions. Uh, but if you're distributing the serving like they're doing, you know, the, the that uh, and you give them, you know, once again, it's not like you actually have to build these town, you know, the, these apartment complexes, see, whatever. You'd have some omega, you know, mega complex that's uh, you know, three hundred stories high, on well, this and such planet, with three, you know, with thirty thousand units in it. You well, know what EverQuest, I mean? uh, EverQuest two actually did something like that, where where they had uh, limited real estate, and you know, only like, you know, the 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 biggest players or the biggest organizations or the people that worked the hardest at 
getting that real, or, you know, getting the ability to afford that real estate. And I forget what the mechanics were, but they would they would own that real estate, but they would only own it for as long as they continued to make payments and as long as they um, sure yeah. to keep up whatever you know whatever the requirements were for that real estate. And you would walk into the town and you would see that you know this this big building or this big house was owned by so and so. Yeah, and that's and that's a good point too. That's uh, you know something they've already got the um, you know kind of the periodic payments and the, you know, the insurance and whatnot. Would it be so unreasonable to have no, that yeah. uh, to have that in there? Yeah, and I Galax- guess. Galaxies. Oh, go ahead, John. Go, go ahead. You. No, I want to hear what John has to say. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I agree. What does John have to say? John? If it's not in- John? instanced, I'm more interested in it. I think, like you said, if somebody can drive by and see your bobbleheads in the right? window, that'd be yeah. cool. And also, if I could like hide stuff in the different um, housing areas that I own, like different pieces of information or items that I might want to keep safe, and I have to like travel across the galaxy to to get that item that sounds kind of cool to me mm-hmm. yeah i agree and that's what interests me i think is ha- making a mark on the actual planet in some regard that's not just that's um, your name. <laughs> yeah it's not just your name right and they said you're gonna you know maybe you'll kill the what's it called and they'll have a uh uh you know you'll, you'll you know the killer of or the you know you whatever you stop the pirates of of fill in the blank and they'll just change the name of that you know and you'll be the only one that ever has that yeah that's cool but to have physical property in there that's not just your ship, I think might be a little bit cooler. Well, uh, Galaxies, Galaxies did that as well. I mean, Galaxies had, you know, you were able to put a house down in-game and it was a permanent residence. And that was yeah, really, yeah, really that was cool. Um, but it, it did get to be a bit crowded and it did pull people out of the main cities. So that that's is true. That's something to consider. When Galaxies first came out, um, before they had player housing... Everybody just hung out in the cities, and the cities were were vibrant, and um, there was always activity. Once you were able to build player cities and put housing down, all of that went away, and the cities became ghost towns. So, so maybe a good maybe a good maybe a good compromise then would be to have, like I said, for me, I think the easiest way for them to do it would be to have, like I said, some kind of mega apartment structure, right? Right. Um, and then those things have entrances and exits that come directly from the main city. You have to go through the main city maybe to get to your ship. You know, things like that, or to get to the bar. Uh, things that require you to interact in that main kind of hub area, but allow you to go to your separate, you know, residence when you, maybe when you want to. I don't know. Yeah. I think that'd be kind of cool. I think that'd be cool, too. I would love the idea of being able to have an apartment on, on a particular planet that yeah. I enjoy more than, like, you know, out, out of all of the planets I've been to, this particular city is the most appealing to me. So sure. this is where I have my apartment. Yeah. Right, and and you and if you leave something there, you know, and travel to the other side of the galaxy, you go, hey, where does my, oh crap, right. and then you have oh. to spend the next play session going back to get right. it. Oh, I left my my nail clippers back at the apartment. Yes, mm-hmm. your your uh, um, what was that thing from Back to the Future? The flux capacitor. Yeah. Damn it! I don't think that's anything Woody. like nail clippers. I could yeah, be wrong. Yeah, that's a big little, little bit of a difference. <laughs> one thing yeah. requires one point twenty one gigawatts. Um, the other one. The other one does not, as far as I'm aware. It trims them nice, though. True. Real no, nice. Real smooth like. Real smooth like. It just rewinds well, time so that they're, you don't even have to clip them at all. <laughs> Touche, exactly. sir. Touche. <laughs> it feels funny when your nails grow backwards, though. 
All right. Well, that's an interesting idea. Yeah, I think um, I think the the possibilities. You know, is it going to be like like galaxies, or is it going to be like GTA? Yeah. Know? No. Totally. It'll be really curious just to see. The thing is that they've talked time and time again about about expanding that. Um, so you know, where where is it going to end up? Is the question. You know, yeah. is it is it just going to be the hangar with expanded modules? Is it is it going to be the ability to really customize the living space of your ship? Um, is it going to be apartments? Is it going to be permanent homing? Uh, or permanent housing, um, yeah. It's I'm really curious to see because they've talked about all of that, you know. So we'll see. Time will tell. All right. Well, um, and speaking of time, um, I don't I don't know what that has to do with anything. Um, it does. Except that we are counting the days to the beginning of season two of Quantum Drive. You see what I did there? <laughs> wow, that's oh. impressive. Wow. Yeah. Thank you. See how I pulled that out? Nailed it. And uh, so we we rounded out season one uh, with some listening parties uh, back the last three weeks. Um, uh, We uh, got out in game and listened uh, to, uh, speaking of dulcet tones, listened to Jimmy's dulcet tones uh, as he uh, serenaded us with lore and music. And uh, that was great fun. Uh, Jimmy, you're going to be in reruns now for eight weeks? Yeah. So... um the the next eight weeks will be kind of like the best of season one. So um, one episode that'll definitely be in there will probably be Death of a Spaceman, which features Gleep because Gleep actually you know um, steps in as Doctor and performs some Doctory things. And yes. um, there'll be you know obviously there'll be a total of eight episodes. I'm, I'm still trying to figure out you know the which ones I want to do. I think Illicit, which was the one about uh, some of the more um, illegal items uh, in game, uh, will will be featured as well. And uh, yeah, it's just an opportunity to kind of regroup, um, you know, kind of I, I need to take a little bit of a breather and really just kind of get back into listening to music for the sake of music. Um, there's a bunch of artists that I, I just discovered recently that I really dig and I want to take some time to really listen to those songs and um, expand out into some new new artists and then also work on developing some stories. Um, it's tough to do it week after week. And I think going forward, it's probably going to end up being like a 13 episode season and then a couple of months off and then 13 episodes and a couple of months off, like kind of how they do with TV. Um, mm-hmm. And I kind of understand why now, because it's tough. Um, I love it. I, I love writing the lore. I love, you know, adding the music in. Um, but it's, it's tough to do. And at, at 26 episodes, it was um, the last three or four episodes were, were kind of panics to get uh, to get done no well um, we'll uh, as soon as it starts up again uh, we'll uh, we'll be back out there yeah. listening with our radios blasting loud and our windows rolled down already got some great story ideas for season two and already have some great songs picked out I just uh, rediscovered the big Lebowski soundtrack by the way there you go fantastic In movie space <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of the organization, we've got we we made it past three hundred finally, gentlemen. That's amazing, John. Do you has excitement. Oh, I have all of it. <laughs> Where do you keep it? Do you keep it in your pocket? I, I've missed John. Um, the um, we had Orve joined us. Said hello. It's Orvena. So welcome, Orve. Then our three hundredth member was one mechanic. Uh, so congratulations one mechanic said love the podcast listen to it every week so I would like to be a part of your organization got some ships pretty active with Star Citizen been in all the PTUs this year just want to be part of an organization that gets out there and plays the game been gaming since before most of you were born likely too old to be good but keep trying anyway looking forward to the group and then we had our 300th member join is that confusing to anybody else 
Yeah, but we had a three. <laughs> okay, just checking. Previously, one, one yes. mechanic. Yes, and that, it confused me too until I realized that after one mechanic joined, somebody quit the organization. <gasps> and, then, and then the next person joined, How? and they became the 300th member. Dare. Say it ain't so. Say it ain't so. So one mechanic will always be the first 300th member. It just um, got but, too big for them. They saw the 300 and they had to. <laughs> the guy leave. can't do this. Well, you know, in all honesty, it's tough to only have 10 orgs. Um, I had a few, like, just random orgs that I picked up um, early, early on when I first joined the game. And then over time, I've had to leave them because of friends' orgs, you know. Um, And and so when you only have the ability to have 10, one prime and and nine um, subsidiary orgs, you kind of got to really pick your, uh, you know, pick the ones that really, really shine. Really, man, I, I only have not one. Have that problem. Yeah, I, I do not. One. I do wow, not have really? an issue at all. I'm, I've I'm, got two. I've got Operation Pitchfork too. Oh yeah, well yeah, that doesn't count yeah. though. I think because that's yeah. like on a. I mean, that's not really a. Well, it is an org, but you know what I mean. I'm at yeah. I'm at nine, and they're all friend uh, friends orgs. Man, you got a lot of friends. You do. I do. I, I think do. that's you have true. nine friends. I have wow, a total right? of nine friends. Yeah, that's a lot. It's amazing. Well. 300 the second was Sohrab Jam- Jamshid. Uh, I'm going to go with his, with his other name, Bedouin. Said, hey guys, I've been following the game since late October of 2013. Wow, since, oh well, okay, and pledged in early 2014. Well, that's, that's still way back. Yeah. Um, Bedouin is a uh, direct uh, reference to some Star Citizen lore. Well, there you go. It's, uh, it's slang uh, or thieves. It's part of uh, the uh, thieves can't uh, description. You, well, Bedouin's also that. a thing. Well, yeah, 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 no, like, no, totally. Yeah. But, but, uh, but, to Star Citizen, there, there, there is a thing on uh, Bedouin uh, as far as slang goes. So, kudos. Well, yes, and much easier to pronounce. I only started listening to the podcasts a few weeks ago, and they're great for scratching the Star Citizen itch while I'm at work. Hmm. Uh, my game plan is to amass a group of affiliate orgs. Well, here we go. Um, I can <laughs> yeah, yeah. play contract with to provide fueling services with my Starfarer, and you guys seem like a chill bunch. My main org to give legitimacy to my fueling initiative is, and uh, it's H-A-O-M-A. Um, and it is, um, his main org is an org of one, just him. <laughs> but um, hey, uh, they all got to start somewhere, legit. right? They all start somewhere. Um, so welcome, welcome to um, to our org Bedouin, and we hope uh, to uh, trade with you uh, soon. Because a Starfarer coming soon, trading fuel, or hopefully. Anyway, Epitome of Epic joined. Said I found out about Star Citizen through a friend of mine and bought the Aurora MR starter package to begin with. After a while, I upgraded my Aurora to the Mustang Alpha, but recently changed it back to the Aurora. That's the first time I've heard of somebody doing that. Uh, the thing that really interested me in the game was the fact that you could be anybody you want and do whatever you want to do. If I do get another ship, it would either be one of the 300 series or an Avenger variant, but I plan on getting all other ships in-game. So, well, welcome to the org, Epitome. Klitsch joined us, said, Hi, those guys. My name is Klitsch. It's, I've been in the verse for a few months, I guess. I got an invite to Test Squadron early on and joined up because... What the hell? But with 9,000 members or whatever, I don't get much sense of community. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah. You get to a certain point. Yeah, you do. You know, it might, might be a yeah. bit tough. It really does. Yeah. 
I've been listening to the Versecast podcast for a while, and you guys seem to have a similar philosophy and play style to me. So if you'll have me, I'd love to join up. I'm pledged for a starter pack with a Mustang Alpha. I've thought about upgrading maybe to a Titan or Reliant, but haven't taken the plunge yet. I like the idea of doing it all in-game. I play maybe once a week for a couple of hours. I own a cafe in Japan with my wife, so I don't have stacks of time. Hopefully by the time the full PU launches, I'll be able to make a little... A little more time for it. All right. Hopefully that's enough rambling. Look forward to flying with you guys. All the best, Klitsch. Welcome, Klitsch. Good to have you in game. Or in, in the org. <clears throat> Joe Chimmy joined us. Said, hi, just joined the Versecast forum. Hoping to join up. And you did. You didn't say the and, smiley face. It's right oh, there. Oh, yeah. And smiley face. Smiley face. <laughs> and then our most recent addition to the org is Duminous who said, sounds like my kind of group. Exclamation. Excellent. Group! (laughs) Over on the website, we had some new members. R10 Trickstar joined us, as did one mechanic uh, here at the group. Klitsch and Joe Chimney. Chim, Chimney. Chimmy. Chim, Chimney. Chim, Chimney. Chim, Chimney. No, stop, stop, stop. You beat me by about a second and a half. (laughs) All right. Um, so, anyway, welcome everybody. It's good to have you on board. Uh, uh, introduce yourself on the forums. Contribute on the forums. Um, it's good to have you. Join us in game. Uh, we did get an email to the show from Donald Gray. He said, hey, this is the guy who you answered my emails on episode number 36 called Space Poodles. Do you remember doing an episode called Space Poodles? They all blur together now. I, I know. I, I think actually I was gone that week. But Yeah, um, I think that's sure. a Jimmy name. Way to cop out there. <laughs> no, I wasn't there. It wasn't me, that's for sure. Whatever it was. Oh, it was something good? Yeah. Yes, no, I was there. I did say that. I would never name it that. God. That's silly. <laughs> he said, first, I wanted to thank you for responding to those questions. I had two more that have developed over time. Here they are. First, is it true that you will be able to play Star Citizen once the PU is active and not have a ship? Um, I actually do want to get a ship down the road, but I'd like to start from the bottom and work my way up. It seems to be a common theme this week, huh? It does. Folks wanting to do it all in game. I can Uh respect that. Yeah. Yeah. I believe that they have said in the past that that is going to be possible, that you'll be able to, um, instead of uh, pledging for a ship, you'll be able to buy a pilot's license, which would allow you to fly a ship, and then you'll have to work your way up to actually getting your first ship, and then, but you might be able to hire on uh, with some... Uh, group to uh, fly ships, their ships for them. Yeah, so. I think right now it's definitely in the that's what we're planning on doing phase. Yeah, yeah. They're, and they're, I, oh, good, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's definitely not something that they have said, yes, this will happen. It's just a matter of this is kind of what we're thinking, hopefully. Fill in hopefully. the line, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that's what I was going to say. Is yeah. it's, it's All of that stuff is very much in yeah. flux. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I think that tentatively right now you do have to have um, a ship package or a game package that includes a ship to play the game, but yes. you can get you know the Aurora for thirty five bucks and you've got basically the game. Uh, but yeah, they, they I've heard that too, Gleep, that they've talked about the ability to um, to just get like a pilot's license and not actually have to have a ship. Yeah, which is cool. I mean, like if yeah. you, if you could get in the game for twenty bucks, I mean, you know, man, that can't beat that and and you know pi- uh, captains are definitely going to want crew and i i think that's great that there are people that are interested in not owning a ship but just crewing a ship mm-hmm. yeah 
And then his second question, he says, obviously not right now, but in the future, have there been any talks about maybe allowing players to do like a custom-built ship? For example, take an engine from a Carrick and put it into a Herald. Not that this is actually possible, but I am just trying to illustrate what I am asking. Basically, will we be able to build personal ships down the line? If not, do you think we should be able to? Thanks for bringing happiness to those who listen to you. Have a great day. P.S. To follow up with some of the info I said in my last email to you, I still do not have a computer that can play Star Citizen. I hope to sometime in the future, but with going to grad school and all, money is not abundantly flowing such that I could get a new computer right now. He's, he's currently working with a Mac laptop, which I'm thinking... It was more expensive than anything he could have bought. Shame on <laughs> you, sir. The same thing. <laughs> you're not, you're not going to play Star Citizen on that. Uh, but um, but good on you for uh, for putting your money into into grad school. Education will pay off in the end. So we'll be here when you're ready. Um, all of all of that to say, I will ask for membership when you guys with you guys when I can. But anyway, to answer his question, um, it's interesting about putting you know like a, an Aurora or a, you know an RSI ship part into an Aegis ship. Um, uh, somebody asked a similar question on ten four, I believe uh, the chairman. And, um, and Chris said, yes, that that is going to be a possibility, but it could be a situation where you, maybe that would be something you would do in a pinch if you're like in, some, in, in the outer rim. Uh, and uh, that's the only part you can find is, you know, for another brand of ship, but you need to have a, um, a cooling unit, say, or, or something like that. But you can't find the one specifically for your brand of ship. It'll fit in there, but it won't work as well. Yeah. There may be some brand-specific features uh, that won't be available because it's not designed specifically for um, uh, the interface by which it fits into the ship. So, um, you know, sort of serendipitous that he asked that when he did. Yeah, yeah that was my understanding did. of it too. There would just be it would be a yes, it would technically work, but you, there would be a it, it would be a the cost of that actually functioning would be that it doesn't work very well, essentially, or, or around yeah. that terminal line. Yeah. It'll get you home. Exactly. It'll get you home, but but not quickly. <laughs> and, and beyond that, they've talked about um, just you know um, customizing within uh, within the actual um, actual ship. You know, sticking with the the parts that are, are designed to go with the ship. Um, that you'll be able to really kind of tune those in. You know, really kind of dial in um, and and really make the ship your own, even with the parts that are stock. I agree. Awkward silence. Yay. Mm-hmm. John's well, that's back. Well, because we're all, we're all typing at the same time. That's why. <laughs> yeah, what that one came from on the show notes, I have no idea. I don't Yeah, know. I, I, I may have uh, fat-fingered my uh, my Naga and hit the button that yeah, made a apparently. bunch of ones. That was yeah, fantastic, guys, though. Did you know that we were like one did one did one 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 into the show already? We you were. guys are so easily distracted. It's awesome. We were just that far. Yeah. Oh, look, a puppy. All <laughs> right, well... Um, so as of as of tonight, we have two point three point one uh, in on the live servers. I, I I'm not sure what did that come out on Friday or yesterday. Uh, Friday, yeah, definitely Friday. Friday. Okay, so the watch has begun for two point four to the PTU. So very excited for that because that's going to we know that that's going to give us one more flyable ship and another hangar ready ship. And I think Jimmy and I have decided that uh, already that it's going to be the Starfare. And the Reliant, respectively. Ooh. So, yeah, um, we're keeping we're keeping an eye out for that. 
Um, and as always, um, we're not we're not at the Sunday meetup tonight because we're doing this instead. Ha! <laughs> but uh, keep an eye out for the tweets for those, and come join us in game uh, when you can. Uh, if you're into uh, playing the Ark, uh, that's uh, that's the hot ticket right now. Come out and do that. And then also, as uh, as uh, Mark was describing, the division is also um, uh, popping right now. So. Uh, definitely, especially I'm guessing after Tuesday, uh, you'll have a, a large influx of folks returning again. So it'll be um, it'll be probably the uh, the other hot ticket uh, for the next uh, couple weeks. So well, in 2.4, um, for those of you that that haven't been following it too closely, um, 2.4 is is supposed to be a game changer in in that it's delivering persistence. Um, what bits and pieces we'll see of persistence in the initial launch of 2.4 is a is a wait and see, but. Um, there is a lot potentially coming with that next patch. It's going to be a big one, folks. Now, did they actually say it was going to be 2.4? I mean, I know yes. historically 2.4 has been persistence, but did they actually, that's been confirmed relatively recently? Reverse the verse, yeah. Um, reverse okay. the verse uh, had basically confirmed that we will see persistence, oh, a, a beginning version of persistence in 2.4. Fantastic. Um, you know, we're, they're talking uh, possibly the ability to customize clothing, uh, that your weapons will stick uh, across, you know, the various uh, play areas. Sure. Uh, they had talked about uh, that we'll potentially see an early version of character creation, which would be a male body, a female body, and then uh, four, no, eight male faces and, and eight female faces. Yeah. That already be more than division. So good job, right. Star Citizen. Right, right. So, uh, so this this patch and and the subsequent patches that follow are supposed to be big, big game changers that are really going to advance the game. Uh, One of the biggest issues that they've had with putting in new content, for example, we all hate the hollow table. Apparently, apparently they're moving a lot of that to the Moby Glass, but a lot of that Ah. stuff has been held up because of persistence. So 2.4 is supposed to be a huge, huge patch. Well, and, but to be fair, they said that we may not actually see the shiny stuff may not come in two point four, but a lot of the the back end stuff that allows the shiny stuff to go on top will come in two point four. Yeah, so it may be it may be two point five or two point six before we actually get the character customization. Yeah, right. well, that's or two two point one, two point two, two point three, that type of stuff too. So yeah, it, either way, you know, but it's it's definitely going to be the beginning of the next phase of Star Citizen's development. Yes, yes what you say. Well, this will be exciting then. All right. Well, guys, so anything else? I'm good. John? I'm good also. He's texting. It's been nice to have you back, John. If only for briefly. It's been nice to be back. Aw. Please go to Engine.com. They are the quick, easy, and free solution for hosting your community website. That's E-N-J-I-N.com. Be sure to check out Star Citizen The Base Radio at radio.starcitizenbase.com where you can find a broadcast of one of our shows every Saturday afternoon. You can reach the podcast by email, comms at versecast.org. On Twitter, we are at versecast, but please do be sure to use the hashtag TGWS and use it often. Right, Jimmy? Oh, yeah, totally. We're, we're Even if you're at, a power uh, company. We're, we're, we're at, not really, but we're at war with a, with a water company right now on that hashtag. We're, it's not war. <laughs> it's war, I tell you. All out war. <laughs> how, how can you be at war with water filtration? 
It's amazing. They don't even know we're, we're they don't even know that we're at war with them. <laughs> it's a very one-sided war. That's how you yes, get war. Yes, it's a very them. one-sided. It's they not probably really don't it, even check it themselves. No, no they to, they totally don't. So it's it's yeah. I just every time I see them post like three or four uh, of their water advertisements, I go and find three or four star citizen citizen things to to tweet about just because. Because for reasons for reasons. Our RSI. Sorry. <laughs> Star Citizen Organization can be found at robertspaceindustries.com slash org slash versecast. On Steam, we are those guys with ships. And please do be sure to check out John's baby, John's brainchild, John's masterpiece, our gaming community website. It is versecast.org. John, how, how is the website going? It's going pretty good. I made a few changes to the hangar page. So now the members page is its own area. Uh, there's a its own link on the website now so you can see all our members um and then the hangar page is again its own page now and uh and a lot of people are adding their ships we have uh um i added the blade uh so it's uh version 1.1 i guess now uh Mm -hmm. so you can add your your asperia vandal blade and we have two of those wow Um, really yeah that's cool Oddly, we don't have any glaives. I think somebody had a glaive, but they melted it. Um, so zero. Well, Dietrich gla- had one, didn't he? I think he did. Um, but that's the only ship that no one has in our org. Interesting. At least on the hangar page. But uh, in total, we have 533 ships with uh, 94 uh, individuals uh, posting their hangers. So that's amazing. Yeah, it's doing pretty good. Sweet. Well, it's good. It's good to, uh, to have you back just so we can tell you how cool the website is. Thanks. You're welcome. Say goodnight, Gracie. My name is Gleep and all of my contact information is in the show notes. Jimmy, where can the fine folks find you? As always, most chatty over at Twitter at Jimmy Croker. And, uh, even though I'm in reruns every Thursday night at 9 PM PST and, uh, Saturday 1 PM PST on, uh, the base, uh, radio doing quantum drive. John, where can the folks find you these days? You can find me on Twitter at the only Janto and the rest of my, sh- my, Whoa, my whoa, stuff is whoa, 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 whoa there. Whoa. The, wh- what? <laughs> Did I, is that not my Twitter? Did I? No, no we, 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 thought, we thought a bad word yeah, was coming out. We, we thought you were, you were moving into the, into the blue oh, zone. Oh, no, no. The, the blue zone. What I was going to say yeah. is the rest of my stuff is not in the show notes. So the word oh. was going to be show, not. Oh. Okay. Okay. That was close. Oh. Because I, was, I was scared. The, I, the, 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 what do you call that when two letters are put together like that? Uh, uh, oh. A word? A word. <laughs> is it when? <laughs> a word. It's, I believe is it that's a, called a word, John. Is it a consonant? Is No. No, no, yeah, I know no, what you're no, talking no. about. S H C H. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, a, there's a grammatical term. Yeah, for it, sh- yeah, is used in a lot of different words, Jimmy. Like well, you know, Mark almost said "shart" earlier. I did. Oh my god. Or something you said something shid. he was experiencing about a week ago. You said uh, <laughs> you said jam jam shid. It's kind of <laughs> on the edge there. There, yeah. Wow, man, we're just we're just we're so edgy. <laughs> Mark, where can everybody find you? <laughs> well. 
I'll be honest, gentlemen. First off, you can start with madcow1001 at gmail.com. That's M-A-D-K-O-W-1001. Hey, I need uh, to get you a Versecast email. You can also get me on my Versecast email, which John's going to set up tonight at <laughs> madcow at versecast.com. If it's not going through, it's because he org. got lazy. Org. Org. Org.com.org. Org. Should it dot be org. madcow dot or mark? Dot peanut butter. Um, you know mm, what? I'm gonna let you butter. up to that. You can make it mark if you like. Um, I would hate to have other marks be offended by my use of their name. Um, but I'm open to whatever you prefer. But it's your name. It is my name, <laughs> and it's their name. But I don't want their emails. I just want what my. What if we emails. get another John though? You could. I tell you what. Make it mark. We'll see what happens. If it gets too <laughs> wild and crazy, we can go ahead and cut it back a little bit. And maybe okay. I'll throw some numbers on there. We'll call him Glock. Perhaps a smiley face, butterfly tattoo, or something. I'll I don't make know. it XX Mark XX at firstcast.org. Oh, I refuse to make character names if I have to add a special character. You know that I will make. I will do anything else. I will not do it. Yeah, because those are just ridiculous. Uh, let's see. Other than that, um, I did have a really funny thing I was going to say, but I realized it was way too dirty, so I'm going to pass up on that one. <laughs> I'm going to tell you that you can reach me at treeforgefortots.org.com.net.us, uh, where we build tree forts for underprivileged children. Now, I want to let you guys know real quick, just a quick shout-out to those guys. Uh, we do, this is a nonprofit. Uh, the way we save money and are able to do this is providing absolutely no safety equipment on these tree houses <laughs> whatsoever. Uh, uh, I am going to tell you that we do use uh, 6D nails uh, for the most of the uh, fastening onto the tree. However, we only use uh, uh, Elmer's glue to actually glue the uh, the boards together. So uh, while it is an excellent opportunity to get yourself into a rather cheap, uh, you know, a, a, a very inexpensive way, I should say, to get you into a cheaply furnished uh, tree house, uh, please be aware that uh, if you're over 6.7 ounces, uh, you are not rated to be actually in the treehouse. <laughs> how's the uh, how's the black tar slides working out for you during the summer? Uh, not bad, uh, actually, because uh, <laughs> those are only rated for use in Alaska and above and above that actual uh, uh, latitude. <laughs> so. Perfect. Yeah, and not how's your uh, how's your legal department faring these days? Uh, legal department pretty solid. Uh, I pr- Busy, probably I'm get sure. a call within the next ten Busy, minutes yeah. regarding that, but uh, I think uh, I think I can safely say that uh, we're on the up and up, and we're only looking to get bigger. Wow! First pillow forts and now tree forts. Well, we'd like to you know we're <laughs> maybe, diversify. Maybe next time it'll be battleships. I just don't know. <laughs> yeah. uh, I do have I do I will say real quick though I do have a venture beginning with uh, a jelly manufacturing. Um, I was not aware of actually what went into that. So <laughs> I may have to let that one go. But um, it is bones, in case you were wondering. It is bones. Yeah. So just so you get know. It jammed up. <laughs> you got me real jammed up. <laughs> God. All right. Well, until next time then, we are those guys with ships, and this has been our community podcast. See you guys. See you in the verse. Jammed up. Man. It all jammed up. I played it right into there and I completely I didn't, didn't even think about using it. I, I thank you for picking that up. Well, you teed it up and I, you know, swung for the fences. Yeah.